0: Welcome to Dad's a Spicy Meatball, the show where two tired dads, separated by 845 impassable miles, try to keep things silly, but inevitably get overly contemplative and often weird. Well, welcome everybody to. Dad's a spicy meatball. I am one of your co-hosts, Scott Drockelman, and I am thrilled to bits to be with you here today. <laughs> just, me too. Me too. Just feeling over the moon. Mm. And uh so excited to be here with you. Um, it's been too long. It's been far too long, and we're excited. <laughs> and the person I have Seven with days. Me, seven days exactly precisely mm-hmm. seven days is how long it has been and uh i'm feeling it i don't know if you are but i am feeling it uh but my co-host is also just as excited if not more than i am <laughs> mr <laughs> Cor-
1: what, what you could here? Is me coughing on mute <laughs> right as i'm about to get introduced mercy hey everybody it's uh good to good to be with you <laughs> as I clear my throat, good it was, Lord.
0: it was, it was quite a big one. For those who couldn't see, I <laughs> he looked like he was about to keel over as soon mm-hmm. as I threw to him, I started to say it. And then that's why you heard me answering a little bit of his name for him is because I thought, Oh, he's not going to pull it out. He's in this death spiral in his, mm-hmm. in his blue angel, uh, F 16, and he's not going to mm-hmm. make it, he's not going to make it well, out no. of this. I'm pulling the shoot. Pulling the shoot.
1: Uh, you know I'm, what's happening is I'm, I'm eating a salad for dinner and my <laughs> body is just rejecting it. It's just saying no, no, no. No sir. <laughs> this is not acceptable. What is this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. I uh Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you, man? I'm I'm just dandy. I'm just dandy. Good. I I had this uh I had this weird thought today um which yep. was if if I was starting a cult, okay, hang with oh, me here. I like, where this, I like where this is going. Hang with me. If I was starting mm-hmm. a cult, what would, and maybe this, I'll, I'll, I'll pose this to you first and then I'll, that'll give me time to percolate. But what would kind of your platform be in this, uh, in this cult? So, you know, you, you have to start from something, uh, you got to have some ideas, you got to, whatever it is, but what, what would be your platform for this new cult that you're starting?
1: Uh, you know you might be surprised to hear this but I've not considered this question. <laughs> when you watch those cult documentaries I'm like yeah. like that one that came out on Netflix about the cult in uh the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I'm always amazed by it. Man like who are these people that they can convince hordes of people to just follow them and listen to them and how is that possible? Like I just don't even if I tried I could not accomplish that so like <laughs> what So anyway there's a part of me that's like I need to you know I could, I could learn something It's here. amazing
0: um, it really is because they do just start with like I don't know I don't know who those first few people because they're okay so if you've got 200 people sure like maybe you can build some momentum somewhere along the road but like those first like four how do you just be like yeah I mean if you could uh, just start following me, from here on out, like, and just do whatever I say, and give me all your possessions. That would be pretty yeah. great, you know.
1: Yeah, and they could they couldn't know you ahead of time, right? Because oh. if anybody knows you at all, they're like, this guy, this guy, <laughs> 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 this guy used to wet the bed when we'd have sleepovers. And, and like, what?
0: He wiped boogers on his wall and then and, and ripped the wallpaper off like all the time. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not following this dude. <laughs> yeah you have what's to wrong, what's wrong you, it, with you people <laughs> it has to be as if you have kind of like appeared out of the ether like you just like mm-hmm. you were in some other form and then you just became and so that's why absolutely no yeah you can't you yeah. can't start somewhere you're from or something like that
1: yeah it's like it's like those people you you like went to high school with that like you ran into them down the road and they were just like a completely different person
0: uh-huh
1: and I guess in my twenties, I would have said like, that's weird. In my thirties now I would say, actually, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) Like good on you for accomplishing that, (laughs) for going a completely different direction and self-improvement and the whole bit. Like actually it's pretty awesome.
0: Plus those people, I, I feel like you can feel it really. Like when you meet up with those people too, that it's just like, they're just like really trying to be like, yeah, I mean, it's a different time. I'm a different person than, uh, who you knew and let me, let me spend the next five paragraphs of whatever telling you about how different things are. I don't know. I feel like there's like a weird energy that you get off those people where you're like, I, I'm accepting your new version. It's fine. You don't need to convince me. I'm down with it. Like if this is who you want to be now, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not here to stop you.
1: It is. It is fair though. Cause it's like, we do have a tendency as humans to like, no matter how long it's been or how much we've changed to like fall back into the same mm-hmm like roles and we've I think we anyway the same like roles and and like we kind of expect the same dynamics to be at play and oftentimes they're just not and that's what this is why relationships end <laughs> 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 why, why like hey we're different people let's just not interact anymore. <laughs> and that's okay when people say like we we just grew apart it's like no they started changing and I didn't like where they went or they didn't like where I went and so we just moved on
0: we just changed in different uh, directions he started yeah. a cult, and I didn't want to start a cult, <laughs> you know, or there wasn't enough was room the in the cult for me. Uh, so yeah, that was it. It's okay. over. But that, none of that answers your question of my. It's platform. okay. Uh, I,
1: you know, I think I think there's got to be. I re, I like the I like the nature component. Whatever mm. it is, it's got to be. It's got to be completely countercultural. Let's just start sure. with that because one. Yes. If it's not countercultural, what's the point?
0: <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, we all
1: we, we all work a ton of hours to like you know get paid and like do the rat race thing. Like, if you're not turning, if you're not using us to get away from that, like, what's what's, what's the, the point? point? Absolutely. Like, I don't need more stuff. I, mean, I just <laughs> I need, I need I need more time. I need more. Yeah. So I so I think it's so to me like it's got to be some sort of like back to nature commune. Like build, bring your skills, bring them to the woods, make me the center of all of it, <laughs> uh, so that I don't have to do anything and you guys do all the work.
0: Um, Could you just start it with like having a nice lake house? Like, would that be enough? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just kind of was like a like a weekend party that just kind of like built momentum. Is that a possibility? <laughs> just like. <laughs> Hey guys, let's just stay here. Let's just stay. <laughs> what if uh, you know? What if we were all on the jet ski together, and and by if, jet ski I mean the jet ski of life. You know what I mean? What if we
1: What if we didn't have jobs? You know, who's telling us that we have to go back tomorrow? Right. You know, and when will the paychecks actually dry up? <laughs> I
0: you mean, know? if we get How enough long will people it take them to fire us, let me just say, let me just say this, guys. I'm having a great time. The way that I see it, we only need a few things. We need gas for the jet ski. We need uh, lunch meat and cheese for the uh, sandwiches that we have in between the jet skiing, and then we uh, <laughs> and and beer, and that's and that's it, really. But yeah. the way that I see it, to your point, you know, the checks are going like, to dry I hope up. This is an
1: all male cult, by the way. <laughs> if you're getting deli meat, cheese, and beer. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, it is. It is, obviously. This is the, I don't this is, Yeah, I don't think we have the female draw that's coming this way. This is the way. He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> <laughs> Little rascals. <laughs> uh, they've got cooties, you know. They, uh, the, But yeah, so you just go like, guys, okay, so let's play this game. Uh, paychecks are going to dry up. There's uh, seven of us here right now. What if we doubled that number? If each of you just brought one person back here, that that extends our dry up period you know and if you bring in enough people then this can just be lake house life for life you know just imagine yeah. that golden brown tan that you'd have after six years of hanging out of this lake house
1: <laughs> we're just living that salt life but in fresh water you know we're doing it in it fresh water it's going to be great let me ask Dude, you all is- this
0: you like catfish yeah. <laughs> you into that <laughs> Yeah, like the catfish.
1: You like the flatheads, or you like the? <laughs> that's the only kind I know. That's I
0: don't one. know any
1: kinds of catfish. That's, that's,
0: that's the only kind. I, know. I didn't know there were kinds. That's how bad it is for me. I didn't know there were kinds of catfish.
1: I By the way, fun.
0: one of the most intense things I've ever seen is someone killing a catfish with a hammer. It was very oh, intense. They pulled it out of the oh. water and then just grabbed out of their like tackle box a hammer that was solely for this purpose and just bashed this catfish until it stopped moving. And I went, Whoa,
1: I've never seen fishing (laughs) like this. That's that seems unnecessary.
0: Everything about it was very intense. a
1: matter of moments. Anyway,
0: he really will just leave him alone. He'll do this on his own. It was very, it was (laughs) the whole situation was very confusing because it was a lake in like a fancy neighborhood that we just rolled up on. Like in the middle of the night, and they're like, Hey, you want to go fishing? And I was like, Yeah, man, I'm down, sure. I don't really know what I'm doing, but yeah. And we were like in a fancy kind of pre planned community. We yeah. busted out a that fishing was, pole, caught the, a fishing
1: question was their second question. The first question was, Do you want to go skinny dipping? You said, yes. <laughs> and then they said, Do you want to go fishing? And you said, Yes. <laughs> well there's a hole right over here <laughs> we're going this is this did is, i say this
0: fishing is, i meant noodling this is What's this a... is suburban noodling
1: <laughs> no man they're little catfish it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they can't eat your whole hand
0: they're Come not on. gonna they're not gonna bite down until you get it way up in there let me just say that <laughs> <laughs> I know it's dark, but just reach, reach way up high, and that's where the the fish is gonna be. Uh, might take a little time, but he'll bite. He'll bite.
1: Oh man, but I like I, the I like the Lake House Colt. I uh, I'm in on that. I like I like the Sea Dews. I think that's great. I do think it's interesting that like Colts always it's probably to my countercultural point. Like they're always go out. They're always out right. in the woods. Like like a very stereotypical cult leader that I'm going out to the woods. The cults that really freak me out are the ones that like stay, would like stay in an urban area, like having to interact with daily life, like normal people, but still sticking to the cult. Like yeah, that would, like, you have like, you have a cult that's just like a group of people that have a warehouse in Brooklyn. Just like, <laughs> that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're totally comfortable just like going to the bodega, interacting with normal people, and then going back to the
0: cult and doing whatever it is that you guys do. Switching it right back into cult mode. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. That is a very good point because you could see it kind of in a scenario where like you're led down the trail, maybe, and you're, and so you're getting a little bit more at a time. And, but, and so you're kind of in this mental state where you're susceptible there. But like to switch it back on and off, that is quite a feat. I think that's a lot more of a conscious choice than maybe a lot of people who find themselves in cults. I don't know that they're making a real conscious choice sometimes. They're just like, hey, it seemed cool. I knew this girl and she was into it. And so I was just like, hey, I mean, it's a lake house. I'm into lake houses. I uh, Oh, they got beer and uh, sandwiches with the lunch meat. I'm into that too. (laughs)
1: You know, a little bit of, I was able to ground up a little bit of mustard made a, even better.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a spicy Brown. They were very excited about that. They were yellow boys until then. And then the spicy Brown came right around and, uh, and then they just said, Hey, who else has got a paycheck that's still hot? And I said, still getting it. I guess I do. I don't know. I guess I do. But,
1: sure. I woke up on a Thursday and said, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? But then I realized I can't get home from here. Uber's not coming out here. I can't ask Steve to take me home. No. What nope. he's going to say? No. I've already slept with half the women in this camp. <laughs> I got to go ahead and hit for the cycle here.
0: I have fathered many a child in this community, and I can't <laughs> tell you which ones are mine and which ones are not. So now I we live all here. watch out
1: for each other. So you know? We
0: all look out for each other. I feel like my temptation though would be to add in a bit of piracy too. I feel Mm -hmm. like you've got to acquire more jet skis along this road, Mm -hmm. too. So, like, Mm -hmm. maybe we have, like, a nice umbrella we put it under. Um, But I would like to roll out with some people and then just kind of angle on some other jet skis out there. And then I don't think it's that hard. You fall off a jet ski all the time. That's just part of the deal. So, I think we've got it.
1: Are you imagining more of like a treasure island scenario or like a water world scenario?
0: Waterworld is exactly mm-hmm. the uh... I was hoping you that. <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. That was precisely the image going through my mind.
1: <laughs> we gotta go get more gasoline boys. <laughs> <Yes. Yes. laughs>
0: We were a rough crew. There was kind of a general smokiness, you know, to everything we did. There was, a, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you got to have that aesthetic. It's got to gotta get going. Very tattered. Absolutely. And the ta- they were very early tattered. Like they didn't really, it wasn't like time tattered our clothes. We were just like, this looks cool. Let's tatter and mm-hmm. close up a little bit. Mm. Exactly, yeah. it's exactly the pictures going on in my
1: head. So, like, you, so this, so mo, so, like today, you would basically not have a lake house. You'd have like a river barge, <laughs> yeah, You'd be like I going guess. down the river yeah. in your floating <laughs> commune. <Yeah.
0: laughs> we just cleared out all the coal or whatever, and now we're you uh, know when <laughs> we're in we're in the city, we
1: steal jet skis, <laughs> and when we're in the rural communities, we steal livestock. Yeah. It's how we stay
0: afloat. Throw your meat on the pile. Climb aboard.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start just stashing little by little, stashing away, just so we have a nest egg, <laughs> so we can get this built, to get this off the ground and going. If this, we should, if this podcast doesn't work out, I think that's plan B. <laughs> And, I, uh, and, if it, and if it does work out, then it's going to fund this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> then it turns into plan A because uh-huh. we we're exactly, just going to be broadcasting directly from that barge.
1: <laughs> Here's our welcome to the daily podcast with uh, Dad's a Spicy Meatball. Uh, we're no longer dads. We've left our family because they didn't believe that we could be cult leaders, but we were able to find 37 people who did believe we could be. And here we are. I think we're on to oh, it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think I think if, I think if you're listening to this right now and you'd like to be a part of this, please <laughs> let us know. We'll start accepting applications immediately. And by the way, most of you don't know us, so you might believe that we can do this. <laughs> 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 this is perfect. This is the perfect. We have come up to <laughs> the perfect place. <laughs> We start a podcast to speak directly to people that have never met us. We convince them that we're co-leaders. We start a party barge. We live on it forever. We've done it.
0: And for anyone listening, we have no past. Uh, ignore <laughs> ignore any previous stories where we talked about anything from our we we just we kind of just came out of the mud as a, sort of like prehistoric creatures where we just crawled out and slithered out onto that barge and uh, just started taking captive. Captives is a strong word. I don't like the Mm -hmm. word captive. It's so judgy. What I mean is... um, Freedom people. Friends. Freedom people. People who are completely
1: free (laughs) and could leave at any time. Uh, Yeah, all Uh, of our previous episodes were just our attempt at an origin story. Right,
0: right. People get suspicious when they don't know where you came from. Or what you're about, so yeah, no, you're right, you're right. That was all very true stories. We could get, we could go on this for probably another hour. Oh. I feel
1: like we should give everybody a
0: break. I <laughs> have yeah, easily an hour, easily. <laughs> no, no. What would it take? What would the life circumstances have to be for you to become a monk?
1: Oh, dude, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, that that should have been my cult answer. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, Buddhism is not a, Buddhism is not a cold start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually true, true. Hey, true story. I literally googled Buddhist temple Dallas today. Wow. Uh, yeah, today. So that's sort of weird timing. Whoa. Uh, without getting too into it, I've I've been reading like just because this the level of anxiety for all of us. It's not just me right now. It's just insanely high. So, I haven't been reading like Buddhist texts, but I've been reading sort of like books that sort of dabble in sort of you know uh Buddhist philosophy uh basically throughout the pandemic as just a way to like cope and um I, dude i i think i mean I think there's definitely our approach to things I'm not gonna do a good job of articulating this um, <laughs> Just start there I'll just say it has been it has been very appealing to me of just it seems like. You basically take the things about Christianity that I find compelling and buy into, and you strip away all the religious bullshit, um, and you literally just make it about like centering yourself and meditation and, and finding your light and finding, you know, like just finding your truth, which is a just hyper ignorant oversimplification of what Buddhism is there's this great quote in this book i was reading but it's like if you can if you can fix yourself you can fix the world or if you could save mm-hmm. yourself you can by saving yourself you save the world kind of thing
0: mm.
1: and i totally i it's hugely appealing uh so i'll have to say you to you <laughs> answer. my answer is i'm Tomorrow. ready <laughs> yeah yeah i ordered the robes today
0: <laughs> i'd be into it for sure i'd be actually
1: I would love to go to um, shit. Where do, Himal, where do Himalayas? Where are we going? Yeah,
0: <laughs> the Himalayas.
1: Fuck? I would love to go to the Himalayas for the purpose of just exploring different, like Buddhist temples, like going to hear like the chanting incantations. Is that, what the, is that the word? Is that nope. Right? That's not <laughs> I the
0: right don't word. think so. Incantations. I, I, I think it's like that's w- not the right witches. word. I think that's what witches do. Uh, <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> uh, over. I've been watching Cauldron.
0: Once. I've been watching
1: WandaVision. I'm confusing <laughs> WandaVision with the, with the Buddhist readings I've been doing.
0: <laughs> you're going to get a few things mixed up. It'd be like... <laughs> I, I th- I so the what's the, the part ch- where...
1: Chanting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> chanting is the word I'm looking That's for. That's what you're
0: going for. I would love to see your your Wandavision Buddhism mashup that comes out the other dude. side from this mishmash, dude.
1: Wait, <laughs> but it's it's happening. It's happening. It's basically <laughs> Do, it's Doctor Strange. It's the Doctor Strange answer. That's literally the multiverse of madness is going to be the oh. Buddhist witch mashup.
0: Oh boy! So just
1: blow your mind. Is that where we, we are? Did. I haven't watched the vision yet. I, I so was like you're not watching any of this
0: not yet. yet. No, I think I would very much be interested in being a monk. I could be very happy having like I have a lot of routine already built into my life. I do things in a lot of like very predictable ways that I uh, that if I analyze it I feel like it's boring, but in the moment I'm like they each do something for me and so I I I kind of rely on those routines, but I'm like It does feel awfully nice to simplify in that kind of way to be able to be like, okay, I know what is in store for me today. And maybe the only variety is like the interactions I have with the people around me. That's kind of awesome in a way. The only thing, okay, let me, let me ask a question to you about this. Does it feel, I think it's my, my ignorance about this stuff, but like, does it feel kind of self-indulgent in some way? like I um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I there's probably whole whole aspects of it that are very like outward facing and 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 all that, but it's if I'm like picturing in my mind the day of let's say a monk, I thought it goes something like you know, wake up, prayer, or meditation, whatever, maybe cleaning, my area, whatever, <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating some food. No, you know what I mean? Uh, sweeping yeah, or no, or, to... or some sort of uh, maintenance, eat some food, then more meditation. I don't, I don't know. And then maybe some time with other people. I don't, a lot of the, I guess, I don't know that there's, there seems to be a lot of it that's just like very internal and, for me at least sometimes I find that if I get very internal, I feel much worse. I find that sometimes if i can if I'm focusing outwards at anything else other than me or that that I feel better so i don't I don't know maybe that's a very ignorant uh I'm sure it's a very ignorant way of thinking about it, but it's just like a question that I had when i when I, this very bastardized version of what I think happens in a <laughs> typical day. Uh, Dude, I don't know. I think, I
1: think we, I think we both need to go on a field trip and report back. Sure. That's what I think, that's what I think needs to happen. I, yeah. I think, I think we need to do it. Cause I, I agree with you. I mean, there's something about the, cause it is all about sort of like this in, inward pursuit of, again, like finding, finding your own like personal, like place in the world and like mm-hmm. where you fit in. And in a way, like sort of losing yourself to that, like getting outside of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I definitely like, it does seem like pretty, you know, on a way, like it seems pretty selfish. Like you're just mm-hmm. like literally going so inward, to figuring out like who you are. This this guy that I was listening to, and God, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I'm blanking on his name. And this is one of those situations that like, I don't have my phone next to me, so I can't just <laughs> pull up my Audible account and tell you. But there's a really, this really famous uh, discourse on actually like PBS in like the 60s or 70s. And this guy is actually, um, he studied mythology um, and he, he kind of considers our like modern religions as a part of mythology. And he talks about Buddhism and he just talks about how um, he, he's the one that I stole that line of like, if you can save yourself, you save the world. Mm-hmm. But he, he also talks about how it's this inward pursuit of yourself, basically like, so that you can get, get out, get out of your own way. Like you go inside to like, get out of your own way and realize like, kind of like how small you are and that like you're and really to like it's about you go inward so you can figure out who you are and realize that basically you are just a piece of this you know larger thing and once you do that you can find true joy like in other places like because you've lost yourself you lost your ego or whatever um and he would be embarrassed by that explanation but um (laughs) anyway it's like it was very much about you basically just trying to like lose yourself basically so that you can really find joy in other people. I'm doing a mm. shit job.
0: I'm no, I to think it's, notes
1: next
0: time. yeah, bring notes, but no, I think it's not bad. I don't think, I think I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I, I feel like I understand it from, from one angle. I just, uh, I think it's just from my own feeling that sometimes if I, if I'm spending a lot of time like tinkering with my internal mechanism sort of that I, I'm missing stuff. Or something, or I am like, I'm just, I'm never going to be happy with the amount of tinkering that I do. And so I just kind of, I'm like, well, why don't I just try to help somebody else or something? I don't know. I, that was something that I thought was very interesting. I think it was Stephen Colbert who was talking about it, that they were talking about the pursuit of happiness, happiness, and that they were saying uh, that you were better off pursuing, you were, you were more likely to find happiness at the end of pursuing suffering. Than you were uh in the pursuit of happiness. And I thought that's an interesting thought. You know, not in the like sort of self-sabotaging way or something like that, but just in the idea of like whether that's meaningful work that's not necessarily glorifying you in some way, or it is in service to other people, or it is in, I don't know, taking on some of the undesirable work or whatever it might be that 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 might be a a more direct route to happiness than the pursuit of happiness. So that's kind of interesting. Totally. And
1: I I think that I actually, I think that's a tenet of Buddhism, which is this idea that like suffering is a part of life and how you respond to suffering is, is what sort of dictates how you go about life, you know? And Mm -hmm. and it's sort of a question of like, do you embrace suffering or do you avoid it? Um, and how do, you, how do you sort of act within the suffering and sort of recognizing that it is, the suffering is equally important to the non-suffering because you're, you sort of learn with it and can you find sort of joy and presence within it rather than just trying to get through it. I feel like as, as we get older, like we have to do that. We don't have a choice because we have more responsibility and our bodies are aging and decaying and we're sore and we're tired and we have responsibilities and our kids need stuff. And so... I feel like this sort of idea of like dying to self or whatever you want to call it, like it's sort of like forced upon you as you age. And I actually think that's part of why I'm so bitter all the fucking time is because I'm like resisting it. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, no, yeah. I just want to have a, I just want to have a beer and stay up late mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like wake up in the morning and feel fresh Yeah, and like be happy. And it's like, no, man, like it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh you got to take care of your body. You got to you got to make sacrifices. You got to like and it sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I remember somebody talking about there are parts of you that you will absolutely lose and the best you can do is trade them. And I think what they were saying was your health is going to get worse. Your uh your beauty, your um mental capacity your whatever it is but it was sort of like you can trade it for serving others and investing in others you can trade it for you can grow in wisdom you can grow in compassion you can grow in selflessness you can grow in um whatever while all these other ones are are going away humor,
1: humor. <laughs> for what it's worth i found i found that quote of just the one i was oh, yeah. up with which was Timmy. um Uh, He said, we're not on a journey to save the world, but to save ourselves. But in doing that, you save the world. The influence of a vital person vitalizes. And he goes on to say that people have this uh, notion of saving the world by shifting things around, changing the rules, who's on top and so forth. He says, no, no, any world is valid if if that world is alive. And the only thing to do is to bring life to it. And the only way to do that is to find your own case where the life is and become alive yourself. And he sort of talks about it like in, in the, through like the lens of art, and like one of the places where people universally feel alive is when they experience someone else who is like tapping into their their own like personal truth. or like they've they've been given this gift that they're sharing with the world. So when you experience that through a concert, live live music, or you know sometimes through art or or reading poetry or whatever, it's like you're experiencing life in that moment. And it's like you may not be an artist or whatever but by finding your own vitality and living into it you're going to you can't help but like share it and spread it so i thought that was super compelling and interesting and seemed far less selfish than sort of how we were thinking about it
0: yeah i like that i think that's cool that resonates with me i would say i'm to the point where that's where i don't know i find the most excitement or things like that is when when somebody has executed that, like when I can feel something coming through, it doesn't matter the medium, but where somebody has made something where I just said, like, they got it, you know, they got it. I was reading and they had the gift of telepathy where they, they put a thought and an emotion in my mind from the words they wrote, the music that I just heard vibrations went into my ear and made me feel something like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I saw something and it was a scene that was so distant from my own reality. And yet I, I felt exactly in that place and could, could recall a time when I felt exactly in the same way. It's like, to me that the pursuit of that is uh, very worthwhile. I don't know. I, I would love to be a part of one moment like that. I think that that would be, feel like an awful lot.
1: I mean I think I think not to be like fatalistic, but I think the the idea is simply like if you if you are if you are dead, like not from like a physical standpoint, but like if you're not living into who you're supposed to be, you're going to drain the people around you. If you're alive and you're living this vital, vibrant life, you're going to give life to the people around you. And I th- I think I think that's it. I think I think that's that's the idea. And I think that's a pretty compelling cause because it's not saying you have to be a musician or uh, you know paint or something like you can do that now that you may not be able to do that within the confines or context of what you're currently doing but it's possible for you
0: um yeah what did your kids do this week scott what did my kids do this week um and peed in their pants <laughs> <laughs> uh, i picked a bow from daycare today and
1: i go how school it was good I pooped twice, <laughs> <laughs> which he, he's in the middle of potty training. And yeah. so I, was like, I, really, I really looked at him and I looked at his pants and he's wearing the same pants that he wore to school, which is usually a good sign. I was like, so I was like, did you go poo-poo in the body? And he goes, nope. <laughs> and I was like, but you're wearing the same pants. Like, wait, what's uh, <laughs> Good job keeping it contained.
0: (laughs) 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 You knew the exact right amount of poop so that it wouldn't spill over the outsides of your diaper, bud. That's awesome. Let me just. That's why you went
1: twice. I guess you don't want to ruin that big boy underwear or those pants.
0: (laughs) I was going to say just the comment in and of itself sounded like a, I could picture a young Corey Green coming home and making the same report. <laughs> uh, I should
1: was good. It Boop was twice. Good. Boop twice. Boop twice. Good long ones too. <laughs> I missed two meetings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My legs uh, fell asleep, and let me tell you, yeah. oof, that's 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 the <laughs> sign of everything going right. Is what that is.
1: <laughs> it's one of those oh. I got to linger a little bit. You, you sort of run into the guy in the bathroom. You go, "Oh, my legs fell asleep." <laughs> you sort of act like you're in pain, but really, down down deep, you're enjoying the hell. out of it. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think of any of their funny bow stories. I don't have any funny Lou stories because she's just not there yet. Although she's yeah. you know, she's crawling and like pulling up on stuff. She's in that she's in that age where like you finally got them like sleeping through the night for the most part, and you're like, "Oh man, you can like finally exhale. Things get kind of mm-hmm. easy." Mm-hmm. And then it's like. Wait, where'd she go? And they're like moving. And you're like, yep. no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I have to hover over you all the yep. time. You're pulling up on stuff and you're really into like electrical outlets. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. we took my son to like the park. He hadn't been to like a playground in the longest time. So we still make him wear a mask and everything, which there was, wasn't many kids doing that. But it was like he had just lost his mind. Like he, he was just, <laughs> he like ran. It was just like running across running wild, ran behind the swings, got like run into super hard by the kids swinging. Cause he was, had no awareness of anything going on. He ran over and was trying to steal a kid's remote control car from them. He was just like a monster. He was, <laughs> there was some baseball fields and there was like kids kicking a soccer ball and he just ran onto those fields kicked her soccer ball away and when we we're like what are you doing he was like it's a baseball field <laughs> <laughs> what are you,
1: yeah what do yeah, what you do in that do you like you let him like just like loose for a minute or do you like immediately like get back
0: here no i mean yeah. you know i try to i try to those ones i'll rein in like if he's just like i don't know if he's just like running and bumping into stuff and it's really only him that's getting the natural consequences or whatever it is then i'm like dude you can't yeah. run behind the swings stop doing that like you're gonna get yeah. hit uh yeah. but you know if it's like he also like grabbed a little girl's doll from her hands and just chucked it down <laughs> a slide and i was like dude <laughs> and you know those ones are just like if you do anything else like that we're gonna go home like you can't yeah. like we're not doing this i, I tried to have some at the beginning to just be like, look, man, I know. I get it. You're just dying to play with kids and you're so excited. And yes, you're losing your mind. But no, you can't (laughs) do that. You can't do that. I do. I'd say parks like that with other parents is the place maybe in the world I feel most awkward because (laughs) it's like, I know how to be an adult. I know how to be with kids i don't know what to do when other people's kids are doing things or my kid is doing something to them i am yeah. completely at a loss so many times where i'm just like ah i'm sorry for him i don't <laughs> you're not gonna get a very good sorry out of him like i'm I'm gonna do the thing where i get down and i'm like tell them you're sorry it's not gonna be very good i'm sorry i i he's not very good at this right now i don't know i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you i we're trying we're trying to be responsible like involved parents i don't know he's a he's a monster right now i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you
1: reconciliation not really his thing not really his thing so unless you want to be here for a while uh I think we just gonna we're just gonna call this. Do we cash?
0: Do you just want some cash, or (laughs) I don't know? How do we make this right? How do we make this right? I don't. I don't know. I I wouldn't have done that. I don't know. I don't know if you feel this way, but there. I don't know the parent rules. Kind of like uh, I feel like there are parents that they're like they know (laughs) it's all supposed to go there or something. I'm just like I'm not the director of this uh, particular park or or the the happenings (laughs) here but i'm just just along for the ride you know he just wants to play i don't know did
1: you read the rules i
0: didn't didn't check up on those i'm not sure what the situation is over here you seem to know an awful lot lady i'm sorry (laughs) the best to the best is if i go with either of them by myself i try to stare at my own child as if like my eyes can't leave anything else because the the creeped out looks I get from like the other moms or things like that. If I'm just a man standing there, I'm like, look, those are mine. I have, there's two of them. They're running around. I swear I'm not a creepy man. Look, I'm very clean cut. I don't, I don't know what how do i do you want an id of some kind how do i prove to you that these are my offspring i have a right to be here i don't know what the situation is but i, I feel so weird i'm i'm just kind of like hedging towards my kids the whole time because i'm like no no i'm i'm with them I, it's good we're good it's fine it's all good your kids are safe
1: next know. time just take your shirt off oh wow I'm just gonna do this for a little bit. You ladies don't mind, right?
0: <laughs> All right. So it's about that time, Corey, to head to the crock pot. Let's go ahead and take the lid off, see what's inside. Wine. It's 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 very nice. Let me just say it's very nice in there. Mm. And uh, we've got a, a a little note here, a little uh, scenario sent in to us from a listener from the great state of New York, and they said. Uh, Just a few minutes ago, I was putting my daughter Claire to bed. I read her a book and then a song. Then, while giving her a hug and kiss goodnight, I said, I love you, Claire. And she responded by saying, you smell like poop because you poop a lot. (laughs) 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 I I looked at her and said, really? And she proceeded to sniff my face and said, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you do with that? What do we have for our uh, listener in New York uh, and his daughter Claire? As far as uh, what, what do you do with this?
1: I, I think this is this is clearly a, a dental hygiene issue, <laughs> or maybe maybe more maybe more maybe more of a uh, it could be just a simple hydration issue. <laughs> but I I think uh, you know the you don't miss much. They don't miss much. I think she's <laughs> telling you something that nobody else was <laughs> forthright enough to share. That's what I think is what happened.
0: Let me ask you this, listener: uh, Do you poop a lot? That's the first question I would have. <laughs> <laughs> how many times? How many times is normal? I guess it's the first question. I don't know. I don't know what the normal is, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if I would have a lot to say about it because I would just think it was hilarious and I'd laugh real hard and then I'd, I'd leave and then I'd tell everybody about it on this podcast. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying to you is start a podcast, uh, where you can talk about this and then, uh, the problem is solved. It is totally resolved. itself,
1: Dude, uh because we've already talked about our kids are potty training or you're through it. Mine's but, like, because he's potty training, like, you want him to see you doing the thing. He'll come in the bathroom when I'm going to the bathroom, and he'll come right up to me. Like, literally <laughs> right up to me. And he'll, like, stick his head, like, down towards the <laughs> toilet. And he'll just look up at me, and he'll just go, yikes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it smells so bad. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> And he, and
1: he gets this horrendous face. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's how it
0: works. That's how it works. Yikes! <laughs> One day, son, maybe you could create something that makes people scream in such a way <laughs> <laughs> you can only hope. Uh, <laughs> oh, my <yeah>. God. <laughs> so I So <guess, laughs> I guess that's all to say for you, listener. You do smell like poop. Yep, you do, and it's part of uh, the being,
1: being a dad, part of being a dad, uh,
0: you need to work on uh, maybe your diet so that you don't have to poop so much. And uh, you seem to have gotten off easy as Corey gets screamed yikes at him every time he does it. So <laughs> I think that's all we got for you. But I I hope it was really meaningful what we came up with for you to say. <laughs> oh. it helps helps get you through it, Corey Green. I'm getting pretty sleepy. It's been a pleasure. Should we, should we wrap this puppy up? Let's do it. Um, well, I just want to give a special thanks to Nick Shields of the band Odd Folks for our theme music. We love it. Thank you, Nick. It is a great tune. Um, please check out the band anywhere that you listen to music. Um, we also want to give a special shout-out to Julie Hartman, who did our artwork. Uh, thank you, Julie. The, the you, Julie. It's amazing. It's eye-popping. It is uh great great stuff um and us our our most sincere thank you to you who are listening and are with us tonight and sat through maybe let's say one of our more um theoretical philosophical kinds of uh conversations that we've had on the podcast so far we hope you enjoyed it uh Corey, anything you want to add for the peeps shoot us a note Send
1: your questions. Let's know we screwed up. If you have any if you have any insights into uh, Buddhism or uh extreme uh running or uh just anything that we we were very uh that we screwed up tonight, let us know. Let us know. Correct us. Come on the show, Tell us,
0: enlighten us. Dad's the spicy meatball at gmail.com. You can find us there. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Facebook. We're just, you know, there's basically if you just send a note to anywhere, it will probably get to us somehow. So if you just address it, dad's a spicy meatball, you'll probably find us in some way. And we'd love to hear from you. would love to hear if there are any kind of scenarios that we can talk through with you uh, in adventures with parenting or whatever that might be. And uh, other than that, Corey Green, as always, a pleasure. Always it's a pleasant. treat. Uh, I love you heaps. Love you, brother. And I will talk to you next week. Let's do it. Bye-bye.